December 16th, Revelation chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. Then I, John, saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds from blowing upon the earth. Not a leaf rustled in the trees, and the sea became as smooth as glass. And I saw another angel coming from the east, carrying the seal of the living God. And he shouted out to those four angels who had been given power to injure land and sea, Wait! Don't hurt the land or the sea or the trees until we have placed the seal of God on the foreheads of his servants. And I heard how many were marked with the seal of God. There were 144,000 who were sealed from all the tribes of Israel, from Judah 12,000, from Reuben 12,000, from Gad 12,000, from Asher 12,000, from Naphtali 12,000, from Manasseh 12,000, from Simeon 12,000, from Levi 12,000, from Issachar 12,000, from Zebulun 12,000, from Joseph 12,000, from Benjamin 12,000. After this, I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white and held palm branches in their hands. And they were shouting with a mighty shout, Salvation comes from our God on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living beings. And they fell face down before the throne and worshipped God. They said, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength belong to our God forever and forever. Amen. Then one of the twenty-four elders asked me, Who are these who are clothed in white? Where do they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. And then he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb and made them white. That is why they are standing in front of the throne of God, serving Him day and night in His temple. And He who sits on the throne will live among them and shelter them. They will never again be hungry or thirsty, and they will be fully protected from the scorching noontime heat. For the Lamb who sits in front of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe away all their tears. Psalm 135, verses 1 through 21. The psalmist opened his song praising the Lord four times, and he ended it blessing the Lord four times. In between, he gave four excellent reasons why the Lord deserves your heartfelt praise. To begin with, He is the God of salvation. In His grace, He chose you. In His mercy, He made you His personal and special treasure. You belong to Him. He values you, and He loves you. The Jews prided themselves in the fact that God worked especially on behalf of their nation. He worked for Israel and through Israel to bring about His great plan of salvation. He is also the God of celebration. These verses parallel Psalm 115 and show the greatness of the living God in contrast to the 
dead idols of the nations. So, go ahead and celebrate the Lord today and bless His holy name. We are made to reflect that essential splendor, that essential splendor of God's substantiveness and God's luminosity. We need to be bright lights in a dark world. Now, why does the glory depart? I will race through this very quickly. The glory departs, number one, because there was no internalization of the truth. Truth is never intended to be a mere externality. Truth is intended to be internalized. It has to be that which comes from within you, not just that which comes from outside you. That's really what happens at conversion. When you are newly born, when you and I have that new birth and the presence of God comes and lives within us, the divine imperative takes over, yea, nay, yea, nay, that voice that comes from within. And when that voice gets garbled, it is the word to which you go to find the clarity once again how he intended us to live. In this dark world today, we go anywhere but here to find out what God's will is of how we should live. Hence the darkness. We are as confused a culture as I have ever seen in 45 years of ministry. There are no answers out there. In fact, there are only questions after questions after question. And when you see a person from whose eyes you see the brightness of God's presence and from whose words you hear the substantiveness of what life is all about, you understand why knowing Christ brings that brilliant light in your eyes. The people I have seen who have that glory most are those who have really lived with the internal imperatives of how God wants you to live. I'll tell you the truth, and I'm not making this up. Many a time I wish to myself, I could say I'm done. I've paid my dues 45 years, millions of miles, I can tell you what every aircraft looks like, feels like, and who does the best service and who doesn't do very good service, who makes the worst tea. I can tell you all of that stuff. But there's only one thing that keeps me going, and that is the firm belief that more than ever, this gospel is the only shining light against the dark background of a confused and messed up world. Robert Jaffrey was a great preacher. The last three years of his life he spent in a Japanese internment camp. He was heir to Canada's largest newspaper, the Globe and Mail. But he started to study Chinese, and the Standard Oil Company wanted to hire him. He decided instead to become a missionary. I have some of his books in my library, Robert Jaffrey. And finally, the Standard Oil Company offered him a huge salary to come and work for them instead of being a missionary. He turned it down. They wrote back and doubled it. He turned it down. Finally, they sent him a telegram, Jeffrey, at any price. He wrote back with one line as well. Your salary is big. Your job is too small. Your salary is big. Your job is too small. You see, your job and my job 
is to be that bright light wherever we are. Psalm 135, verses 1 through 21. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise Him, you who serve the Lord, you who serve in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Celebrate His wonderful name with music. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for Himself, Israel for His own special treasure. I know the greatness of the Lord, that our Lord is greater than any other God. The Lord does whatever pleases Him throughout all heaven and earth, and on the seas and in their depths. He causes the clouds to rise over the earth. He sends the lightning with the rain, and releases the wind from His storehouses. He destroyed the firstborn in each Egyptian home, both people and animals. He performed miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt. Pharaoh and all his people watched. He struck down great nations and slaughtered many kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. He gave their land as an inheritance, a special possession to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your fame, O Lord, is known to every generation. For the Lord will vindicate His people and have compassion on His servants. Their idols are merely things of silver and gold, shaped by human hands. They cannot talk, though they have mouths, or see, though they have eyes. They cannot hear with their ears or smell with their noses. And those who make them are just like them, as are all who trust in them. O Israel, praise the Lord! O priests of Aaron, praise the Lord! O Levites, praise the Lord! All you who fear the Lord, praise the Lord! The Lord be praised from Zion, for He lives here in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord! Proverbs chapter 30, verses 5 and 6. Every word of God proves true. He defends all who come to Him for protection. Do not add to His words, or He may rebuke you, and you will be found a liar.